0: Hello, and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we are continuing in our series, the first two weeks of January, where we are interviewing some amazing couples and talking about all different things marriage related. And today we are interviewing a very sweet couple who is so wise beyond their years. And Dave's going to tell you more about them.
1: Yeah, Nick and Chelsea Hurst, they truly are one of the the sweetest, kindest, and most wise beyond their years, young couples that we know. They've been married... For about four years now they just became parents about a year ago and they're going to share part of that journey but they've also through the years built a huge following individually and together just because of their wisdom and their encouragement so you can look them up on youtube on instagram and see that they're reaching tons of people and uh, they also got a brand new book called marriage minded 10 ways to know you found the one and so we're going to talk a lot about that stick around to the end of this conversation because each of them are gonna share one key for knowing if you found the one. Today's episode's gonna be great, not only for those who are already married, But for those who are maybe seriously dating or engaged or maybe even single who are looking to prepare for a good marriage. And for those of you in that season, by the way, we want to let you know about another resource we have. We have a podcast called the Pre-Marriage Podcast, also hosted by us, Dave and Ashley Willis. And we're planning to um, be putting some more content over there as well. But it's a great free resource for all of you who are in that season of life. So check that out and also share that resource with your friends who are maybe in that season. So let's dive into today's episode. Well, like we said in the intro, we are super excited about today's guests, Nick and Chelsea Hurst, just one of the most extraordinary young couples on the planet. Two people that, that love Jesus and are ultra talented and are using their talent to, to make the world a better place and point people to God. And um, they've got a great new book we're going to talk about, They've got a baby we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about all kinds of great stuff. So Nick and Chelsea, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having us. This is so much fun. I I would say if Hudson was speaking yet, which he is, it's just not uh, understandable. But I would say he can join (laughs) us, too, because he's kind of the cutest part of this trio. But that will maybe be for next time.
3: Yeah. And we were just saying, um, everyone who is not familiar with us, we have a lot of mutual friends with Dave and Ashley. So it's crazy that they're like not even too far from where we're at and um we're just we're just thanking god that we even get to just spend some time with them and it's it's been a blessing to even just um yeah just be a part i guess from afar of like the ministry you guys have done like through xo and like through all the couples that we know that you guys impact too um so thank you guys for what you do it's truly truly amazing such a blessing
2: remarkable remarkable work yeah y'all are awesome Thank you. Well, Ashley's
0: awesome. That. That I will agree that Ashley is awesome. <laughs> oh my but... goodness, no. you're the you're the, the stop. best one. All right. Well, we're going to talk about you guys. We want to talk is so about you
2: cute. guys. Can we just interview y'all instead?
0: Like I, we we love whenever we're interviewing couples, we love to hear kind of the love story, like the genesis of the love story. So if you guys could share with us how you met, how long you've been married, we would love to hear that story.
2: Kick us off, love.
3: Definitely, yeah. So I love that we've been having this conversation so much lately because it's just so fun to like remember how you met and what, you know, sparked interest in one another and all of that. So we actually met on Twitter out of all places. Uh, we both do not really entertain ourselves with Twitter anymore. It's just not really a great place. And as far as like our judgment is, um, we love Instagram. But yeah, we just, I liked a bunch of his tweets. Um, really made myself known there. And then finally, a few days later, he messaged me and we both inquired if we were going to go to Passion Conference in Atlanta, Georgia. And so that's where we met in person, but kind of leading up until that, it was a couple months until that conference was starting. So we were FaceTiming a lot and getting to know each other. And I told him kind of right off the bat, Hey, I, just got out of a relationship. I don't really want to date. So if anything, any feelings happen to be here, like just not gonna act on that. (laughs) Like I was just letting him know, like, I guess that's what you call friend zoning, but I really did enjoy his company and like talking to him and getting to know him. And I couldn't really help the feelings that I was feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how the love story started and we dated long distance for a year. Um, We did. From Illinois. So I lived in Illinois, grew grew up in the Midwest, and he lived in Florida. So Mm -hmm. we would travel, fly back and forth, drive halfway, and we would meet in Georgia a lot of times because we loved um, the friends that we were meeting there and just the way that our relationship kind of birthed from there. And then eventually we got engaged and moved to the same city. We moved to the same city first to kind of date Mm -hmm. a little bit. And intentionally you know make sure that we fit well together before we were to make a commitment like that but um pretty interesting we, we share this on our channel and pretty much everywhere that at that conference at the very beginning of our relationship we both heard the lord say you're standing next to your future spouse wow. and we had never awesome. had a moment like that where god was just so intentional and so mm-hmm. clear in that moment with us um We
2: joke about that uh, God had to do that. Otherwise, we would have messed it up. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So it was just, it's amazing to have a promise and like kind of like a statement over your relationship starting like that. um, To just get through the tough times of like long distance and communication and figuring all those things out and coming from very different backgrounds and merging lives together. It's really played a huge part. um, Just having his... You know stamp of approval almost kind of like on the relationship
2: and that sounds really high and lofty if uh, you take it at face value but i mean there's so many details in there that uh you know we we would be here for a year but i mean i i just remember one of the funny ones you know that comes to mind quickly is that when i found out that chelsea was going to passion i originally wasn't going to go but when i found out that she was going i was like yeah, I'm going to go. And so, you know, it was like the month before (laughs) ticket prices are the highest you're going to get. So I started taking like little odd jobs just around my local community to, uh, put enough money together because I was a freshman in college and hashtag broke. Does anybody know (laughs) what I'm talking about? And, um, (laughs) so, you know, put a few bucks together, buy my ticket, head up there, uh, with a buddy of mine and, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, just met and hit it off. And, uh, yeah grab dinner one night and yeah it was just it was really incredible so that's kind of the genesis and beginning of Mm. how this all really began
0: i love it and how many years have you guys been married
2: going on four Four. almost four and then been together a little over six Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's so great
1: i love it now what's life like now that you're parents because that's one of the biggest transitions in Mm -hmm. all of life yes and i'm just uh just thinking back to when we had our first, and it was a similar trajectory for us. We had been together about that long, yeah. married about that long when we had our first son. And mm-hmm. just imagining, thinking back to that, and how awesome it was, but how exhausting it was too, and how, how much change was going on. So what's, <laughs> what does life look like for you guys right now?
3: <laughs> wow. Well, we are kind of in that in-between right now of like trying to figure out... um what that looks like for a toddler, like how to get help because we've realized that we're exhausted and that we can't necessarily do it all. Um, And Mm -hmm. I just, I'm so thankful that Nick is home with me most of the time, because if not, um, I would probably go crazy just because we have a toddler that just like is so interested in every little thing, like um, the drawers, the cabinets, the, the trash can, You know, opening and closing the fridge and the oven and it's just like, whoa, I didn't know like a human could be so infatuated with such little normal stuff that, you know, we just don't really think is that interesting, but is incredibly interesting to a toddler. So um, that adjustment, it's been one of the like most joyful, incredible blessings of our life. Hundred percent, and we've never had so much laughter in our home. However, Mm -hmm. there has been a lot of moments of like, "Wow, I, I didn't realize how, how spent I could get and how exhausted I could feel." And um, especially, we chose to get a puppy at the exact same time as our baby.
1: brave was
3: birthing into the world so um that was a journey in itself to have like two little ones of different types yeah i don't Um, know if it
2: was bravery or lack (laughs) of wisdom or a mix but uh (laughs) man
3: yeah maybe all of it (laughs) but it is so cool because our our son is like best friends with our little golden retriever like they he comes up to him hugs him lays on him feeds him snacks all the time so they're like inseparable which is what we wanted yes waldo's um,
2: put on a extra 17 pounds so <laughs> yeah. that's been that's been interesting <laughs> to say the least. but yeah i mean it's it's been a really good dynamic i would say that we're still working through you know all the bits and pieces of it in a lot of ways and probably will continue as like phases of life change for him but also yeah. for us and uh, you know i mean that's just kind of part of it is what we keep hearing a lot of times yeah. we sit around and ask ourselves like is this normal? Like does does anyone else have their kid crawling inside the oven and you know, just doing all kinds of crazy stuff? And so I mean, we keep hearing like, Yeah, it's pretty normal. I'm just like, Man Thank,
3: How? Thank,
2: yeah, thank you <laughs> Yeah, we've, we've got he four boys, sense. and I'm telling you, like, it's all wow. It's so
1: normal. It's, like, and
0: we, we ask ourselves that, too, all the time. Is we normal. still do Its This sometimes. is this normal. I'm like, like well, like...
1: it's our life. I don't know <laughs> if it's is normal, is normal it. for anybody <laughs> this else. Is but my this But, yeah. Four yeah. boys?
0: I didn't know you guys had four yeah. boys. I guess I four, thought you had yeah. a mix. Yes. Man. And they're 17 to 7, so we had two pretty close together. They're almost exactly two years apart. Then we took a breather, had our third, and then took another little breather and had our fourth. And, um, and it's, it's, it's a blast. I mean, we're on our toes all the time. And I remember, you know, speaking about, you were talking about like kind of navigating, finding help and like, what's this supposed to look like and, and doing, you know, being the best parents you can be, but also doing, you know, the things maybe outside the home that God has called you to. I remember distinctly years ago we actually uh, had someone Shanti Feldhahn. I don't know if you're familiar with with Shanti. She's an author. We've actually had her on the podcast. She's written a lot of books on marriage and relationships, and she was visiting because we were doing some kind of thing. And and I said literally almost verbatim what you were saying, like. I just don't know how to navigate this and how to find help and this and that. And she looked me in the eyes and she's like, let me be like the messenger to say you, you can find, you know, someone to help you navigate this season, but you've got to go out there and, and, you know, find that person or that place where the the kids will, will be in that that you know the right child care for you or whatever and it kind of motivated me and it gave me that license i don't know why i was kind of dragging my feet on it but but it kind of opened up a new season and that's what i learned i've learned probably in all of our years of parenting it just it's always there's always something that you're feeling like you're getting a grip on like you're like i've got this i'm now like a little more seasoned of a parent and and even a spouse but then there's always something else that god is going to keep you on your toes about
1: oh yeah
0: never arrive like ever never never. but um but you guys are so wise i mean even right out of the gate before we even hit record for this podcast you're you know you're talking to us about kind of like oh how was this for you and I, i think if anything you know listeners wherever you are in your journey of, of being a spouse and, or being a parent, be willing to ask people just like this, this sweet couple is doing ask people who are a little further along than you kind of in their season of life, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. I think there's such wisdom in that. Um, Mm -hmm. sadly, I feel like in the work that we do, I see some people shy away from that, but I just want to, you know, let us let Dave and I, and the hearse be the people to say like,
1: Oh yeah! As we, for we help, all we could not do anything without help. That's <laughs> <You laughs> God's
0: know, wisdom from other people. And- we, need,
1: we need each other. That's God's design for life for the church. Certainly that you know that we learn from right. each other. And and Nick and Chelsea have wisdom beyond their years. They do um, very much. Um, so. In just a second, yes. I want to talk about their book because it is it's powerful for those who are in early stages of relationship, uh, trying to trying to figure out what that should look like. The way that they. They write out not only their own journey, but just biblical principles that can help anybody in that season to really identify: like, is this God's plan for us together? Mm-hmm. Um, so good. So if you're single and listening to this, or dating, or engaged, listening to this, this book could be a home run. But if you're a parent, I was just going
0: to say the of, same thing.
1: Yeah, of somebody who is in that stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know just from those who write us, a lot of you guys are. A lot of you are parents, and you're like, well, we've got, our, you know, our oldest kid or one of our kids is now in this serious relationship, and we're trying to help them navigate it this book could be a great resource so so nick and chelsea i want to just tee it up for you guys and and tell us instead of me telling about the book and i could because it's awesome and i was thrilled to get to read it early and and all of it but uh in your own words i'd love to hear from you the heart behind this book
2: yeah i think that the heart behind this book honestly was birthed out of kind of a misunderstanding of how dating and romance looks especially in our generation now because, uh, you know, there's components of every generation that change and that are a little bit different. But I mean, at the end of the day, the Bible is unchanging. God is unchanging. And, uh, you know, like you guys were saying a a few minutes ago, I mean, there's such wisdom in having other people to bounce ideas off of and ask questions to. I mean, there's safety in the multitude of counselors. And so, uh, you know, we kind of just wanted to be that for, Uh, not only our audience, but branching out into the generations to come. I mean, this whole idea of romance and dating and finding, you know, the person for me that I should spend my life with, this is a generational thing. I mean, this is going to occur in our son Hudson probably in the next 20, 25, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And then it'll occur in his children 20, 30 years after that. And so, I mean, it comes up over and over again. But yet, Mm -hmm. even though it comes up over and over again, it seems like in every single generation, somewhere along the way, We're kind of dropping the ball as far as like giving a holistic biblical. Worldview and understanding of how it's supposed to look. And by no means are we saying that, you know, we're the masters, we're the experts, we figured it out. That's why we have Dave and Ashley Willis, everybody, and they all said amen. Uh, But but no, I mean, for real, like we just really wanted to be uh, the two people who came alongside our generation, people who are relative to our age, kind of in the season of life or, you know, near the season of life that we're in. And be the be the two who really put our arms around them and Mm -hmm. say, like, we're with you. We're more so a brother and sister in this. Uh, Maybe we're a step or two, you know, further down the road than you. But we're not so far removed that we kind of forget how, you know, there's tension moments were and those conversations were and uh, what that felt like to, you know, kind of be broke and not have any money and like have to navigate or like how to handle money or like how to handle character issues or how to, you know, talk about. Sin and a you know like a
1: Ooh.
2: good way that's not uh, demeaning but honoring and yet yeah. still christ loving, and so
3: mm-hmm. you know
2: we really tried to go through the gamut in this book and really focus on the points of like, okay, where was the tension mm-hmm. for us? And then asking other people, okay, like where's the tension points for you now? Or where have they been historically? And then, I mean, we just kind of went on a tear of, like, research and prayer and, like, surveying the word. Like, what does God say about this? What does science say about this? What has our experience been? And then compiling compiling it into uh, what is now marriage-minded.
3: Yeah. So we didn't really, like, just pull this book out of the air either. Like, I know a lot of people... I've heard just like really want to write a book and they just want to you know put their ideas to paper and I love that. However, this came out of like a season of us feeling like we didn't have an exact resource for the pre-stage of marriage where we felt seen and heard but also had like instruction to like lean on to. um, When we kind of felt like we were walking hand in hand but felt like we were a little bit in the dark of like what's ahead and what to expect. And it's funny that we were talking about, you mentioned sin and we talk about this in the mm-hmm. book, but, um, a friend of mine that's been married for even longer than us mentioned, so like, why do you guys like confess sin to, to each other? Like, what is the point in that? And like, I was taken back by that. I was like, you don't, <laughs> I was like, it's just such a regular thing to us. But I, I also understand that not every couple in our generation, like even understands the importance of something simple as that. And, um, So it really lights a fire in us of in before you even get married, you can get in the habit of confessing things to one another. So there's just that deep, intimate, like um, connection as far as like, I'm going to give you grace when you come to me. I'm going to, you know, listen to you and understand you. um, But we're also going to like work on this together. It's not a you you know walking through this dark valley like by yourself (laughs) um and i feel like a lot of couples feel that way because they don't even know how to have the conversation around um, being honest with one another and so that comes before you get married and i think we need to have more conversations about how to do that before we Mm -hmm. get married and that's why we just had such a passion to do it now versus like in 25 years, so we didn't wanna like, I'm reminded of that scripture that says like, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example. And so I wanted to feel that permission to like, just because we're young, we can still write a book about relationships if we feel that God is like leading us into that you know, crowd. And so we very much so felt like this is the time and this is a resource that that people need um, because those things are important.
1: One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier. And junk is sometimes more convenient. And we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive.
0: That's right. Thrive
1: Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways.
0: And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now, we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30 percent off your first order plus a free sixty dollar gift go to thrivemarket.com naked for 30 off your first order plus a free sixty dollar gift that's thrive t-h-r-i-v-e market.com slash n-a-k-e-d thrivemarket.com slash naked
2: Yeah.
0: Very Thank important. Yes.
1: Yeah, I hope our boys truly. I hope our boys when they when they find a, a serious relationship, you know, our oldest is seventeen, and he's not not quite there yet. That yeah. um, that they pick up your resource. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, want to hand definitely. it to him and say, listen, oh. Nick and Chelsea, they they know what they're talking about. Read this, please. Uh, oh. Because there is there's so much there's so much wisdom in what you guys mm-hmm. say.
0: There is, and like. There are so many mixed messages just in our culture, um, even among Christian groups, like and how this is supposed to look. And I, I love how you said, you know, there's just there's a lot of marriage resources, but um, but when it comes to that kind of pre-marriage engagement uh, maybe just even call it just seriously dating there there are not a whole lot of resources out there and so I'm so glad you guys are like you said you're not even too far removed from that so you remember it very clearly and you can really uh, you know go on your own experience but also what you've studied and from mm-hmm. the word and even science it, you know it's just so wise I love that you mentioned um, tension points And um, I don't want to give too much away because we want people to go get the book. But can you kind of speak to that, like in your own experience, uh, if if you feel comfortable sharing that, uh, maybe like one tension point that you all had to work through and and really how you navigated that?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's really good. Definitely a loaded question, because I think that there were (laughs) so many. But, um, you know, I think that one, you know, just cutting through it and getting really real. I think that one of the biggest ones, especially pertaining to young men that I especially had to deal with, uh, as well, you know, entering even into Chelsea and, uh, Chelsea and I's relationship was just kind of a past history of like sexual trauma and not anything yeah. from like a, you know, family dynamic, nothing, nothing like that, but just like not understanding like, you know, sexuality yet inside of a biblical worldview. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, like pornography and like all this stuff just kind of like permeated uh, with me as I like struggled with it, but like tried to find freedom from it. And so, Chelsea and I, like, when we started dating, I mean, we just had to get really honest really fast and like, okay, here's what it is, here's what it's not, this is what the Bible says. Like, are we going to honor him or are we not? And so, uh, we had to really, really work through this. And I think, like, man, if I could just. Oh, man, if I could just, like, find a young gun, whether it's a guy or a girl. I mean, statistics show that pornography consumption in young women is on the rise even faster than in young men now, which is just bonkers. I mean, it's crazy. But, like, if I could just find someone who's, like, in the grips of this and just give them a hug and just tell them, like, it's going to be okay. Like, you can do this. This is not who you are. It is just something that you were maybe exposed to and that grabbed a hold of you. But, like, you can do this. Like, you can find freedom. And mm-hmm. so I've been, you know, walking this journey now for years. I still have to stay like really active in walking that journey. But I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult and it's hard. And I think people need to hear that from someone who's like, maybe, you know, like relative to their season, but yet married. I think we often have this view and outlook that like, oh, they're an influencer or they're like, oh, they're preaching at churches or like, oh, they're doing this. They're perfect. Like they've got it you know, sort it out. Like they've got it all figured out. They don't struggle. They don't deal with any of this stuff that I deal with. What would they think of me? And I would just tell you like, that is not the case. I, uh, find myself in a unique position where I talk to pastors p- pretty much every day. And, uh, I mean, you would just be shocked at like how many of them just need someone to open up with and, and be real about the struggle. Uh, But I mean, yeah, those are like some of the really honest and real raw attention points that I think so many of uh, people now are dealing with. And the worst thing that you can do in attention point, if that's it or if it's money or if it's like, you know, you haven't really figured out the dynamic of communication yet, then um, I would say like the worst thing that you can do is hide from it. Or like bury it down deep and like kind of cover it up and not deal with it and just kind of let it rot and, uh, you know, just become something really ugly. The best thing that you can do is dig it up, deal with it, address it now, and then move forward in a healthy light and in a healthy manner. And if you do that, you know, you're going to be better off because of it, because at some point what is done in the dark will be brought to the light. And so sure, it's yes. better, it is yeah. better for you to deal with it. It is better for you to humble yourself than for God to have to humble you. And right. uh, and that's just, you know, part of the road and part of the journey that we've walked together. And, you know, by God's grace, he's given us freedom and he's given us redemption. And, um, yeah. you know, he's, he is exactly who he says he is and he's done what exactly what he says that he'll do. And so he turns, uh, you know, he turns ashes into beauty and so he's bringing us from glory to glory and uh it's (laughs) it's really been an awesome it's really been an awesome road i I wouldn't wish the harder parts of it on you know anyone but i think many of us find ourselves there and and we just actually need to Mm -hmm. pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and actually walk that road
3: yeah i think that's really good that you shared that because it's it's something that i think a lot of people are just afraid to admit but um on the other side of like working through that in a relationship I think it can be easy at least for me as a woman to be almost controlled by my emotions um, and so I've walked through what does it look like to to live free and like not allowing all the things that I feel to lead my life and yes. um, that is a That is a adventure in itself, but it's so freeing when the Lord will expose lies that maybe you've believed about yourself or about your relationship or about God. And he slowly works to heal those lies and and reveal what is true and how do I cling to that and allow it to be my reality. And so um, my journey of really just us like walking through this together, what does daily life look like, like surrendered even in my emotions and the way that I feel about things you know, and even this is being tested in parenthood too. Like, how do I not allow this exhaustion to lead me? How do I not allow this, like Mm -hmm. all these, all this, this feeling that I feel so bodily to not control me. Um, And that's, Mm -hmm. it just reminds me of like so many scriptures of, you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And, um, you know, we always are provided a way out when we're in the midst of temptation. It's tempting Mm -hmm. sometimes to lean into your emotions rather than the spirit that can, really take over in those moments but sometimes we're just like oh i'm tired i don't want to have to do that you know um and so that is kind of like the give and take like the the ways that you can see a little bit of his side and then a little bit of my side of like these are unique situations that we're working out in marriage and i thank god that we have each other to like work through them Mm -hmm. and this started early on in dating where we like created Mm -hmm. this relationship of vulnerability and um, I just pray that more and more couples feel free to do that.
2: Yeah, that's excellent. Yes. You
1: guys are. You, I love it. I yeah. love I love what you're doing. I love that you have the courage to to go there. You know, that's something that um you know we've certainly we've walked down some of those same roads. I had, uh you know I had a struggle with pornography early on, and it's something we had to work through, and now talk so openly about as well because, like you said, um so many people are, are struggling with that. But just for both of you, your courage and transparency in the way that you talk about the big things and the little things. It just really yeah. deeply resonates and helps. And yeah. so we're we're almost out of time. But before we go, um, I want to give each of you a chance that, to answer this because the the subtitle of your book I love it. It's it's uh, ten ways to know you found the one. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to mm-hmm. give the whole list away. But before we go, if you could think about one way, and maybe it's one that's on the list, maybe it's one that's not. where you if you're listening, people who are listening, and they're 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 really wondering that question. Am am I with the one that I'm supposed to be with, what's what's one sign to look for? And while you're thinking about that, I just want to remind our listeners to to look up Nick and Chelsea online. If you're not familiar with them already, there's a great chance you are because uh, they they have such a, a strong following. But if you haven't joined joined them online yet, look them up. They've got excellent content uh, through all the social channels, through YouTube, and definitely check out their new book, Marriage Minded. It will bless you but nick and chelsea give us give us one a piece one sign that you've found the one Mm.
2: yeah it's easy really easy for me uh (laughs) i think the biggest way i think that the biggest way that i just knew immediately is that chelsea was a true um she was a true spiritual equivalent as far as uh, a love and vigor and hunger for christ for the gospel uh, to make jesus known And uh, for me, I mean, that was like the big glaring, flashing green light, big sign. And it wasn't it wasn't fake. It wasn't uh, going to church just to appease someone. I mean, it was a true like down in the weeds, um, asking questions, hungering, thirsting, you know, seeking uh, the Lord and his face uh, for answers. And um, yeah, I, I would say that that's the. That's the biggest one for me is that you were you were truly, you and I were truly and are equally yoked in that way. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, that, that's never changed. And so when we say like Matthew seven, Christ has been the rock, he has been uh, the firm foundation, which our life is built on. It's, I mean, that's where it started. And uh, he was the firm yeah. foundation then he is now and the rest of our life has kind of been built on on top of that and uh and he's been faithful so
3: yeah wow there's so many things I could say too and I guess complimenting that but I want to mention something that I was really passionate in the book about writing that I haven't actually shared much about and it's about um just emotional health and like emotional I guess, what, what's the word that everybody uses nowadays? Like, not compatibility, but intelligence, emotional intelligence. Um, and I won't say that, like, everybody in the world is so emotionally intelligent, and like, you gotta make sure you find yourself a good one in, the, in that area, but I think having even a talk in our book about, like, what exactly emotional intelligence is, and like, being able to understand one another and our emotions and the way that we feel um, can allow us to to make grounds for like deeper understanding and allow those like conversations to truly like s- almost like submerge into like the depths of your heart rather than like just kind of yeah. talking to each other's mind, like more so talking like, okay, this is like a heartfelt like need that you care about and this is how I can know. Um, And so that is like something that we've even noticed growth in ourselves through the years. And it's not something that like, oh, we had right away and it's never grown since. Mm -hmm. I think when people are aware that they can even grow in this area, it's so motivating and exciting because you can like truly understand one another on another level, but also like, I just think a lot of people don't even know how to have a conversation around it so we wrote a whole chapter on it and we kind of go back and forth like where nick writes a chapter then i write a chapter and we even did the audiobook that way so it's kind of fun to get like two different writing styles in one book sure yeah
0: no i love that and emotional intelligence is very important and i feel like i I think sometimes too it is a sign of maturity as well and Mm -hmm. um and you know and, and it is something that can be worked on but i think that sometimes people do ignore that you know they just ignore those signs that someone's maybe not ever willing to uh, you know really even a, you know that that prayer of Lord search my heart like that's kind of mm-hmm. how I see that and, and then really being in tune with the Lord and taking a moment to be like well, what is it that I am truly feeling and then being able to communicate that uh, it's such an important skill that uh, that you definitely you know you want in a partner so I feel like that that's that's something that isn't considered a lot so you guys are such a wealth of knowledge and we just appreciate you taking the time to do this and i hope all the listeners and those watching will go and grab marriage minded and um and just connect with these people online can you guys tell us your handle um on i don't want to get it wrong i mean i follow both of you obviously we follow both of you on instagram but if you could just share your handles that'd be great
3: yeah so mine is chelsea k Hurst,
2: and mine is official nick h
0: Awesome. Awesome. Definitely go follow this amazing couple. And again, we appreciate you guys being here with us on the Naked Marriage Podcast.
2: Yeah. Likewise to you guys. Thanks so much for having us. This has been fun.
3: Yeah. Thank you guys.